Yeah, so, um, shall we? Sure. Why not? Let's do a thing. Wow, it's your six-month anniversary this week! How are you going to celebrate? Declare a national holiday. That's ridiculous. What's the point if there's no school that day? You're listening to The Lawndale Lowdown. The Lawndale Lowdown. This is my... Excuse me. Excuse me. I've got to be Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 10 of the Lawn Dialogue. I don't know why I'm start- starting in this slightly odd voice, but anyway. This is <laughs> episode 10 of the Lawn Lowdown. Um, I am Ognok. That is Princess Pasta. Hello. Hello. And this is one of our annual episodes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> At least that's what it feels like. Um... The reason we are... We're not dead, obviously, because we're here now doing this. Or are we? Um, but it's just... Yeah, there's been a lot going on, and it's it's been finding the time to do it, really. But we found the time to do it today. Um, yes. This is the second time in a week that we've tried to record. The first time I, something went wrong with the recorder, which I didn't realise until I actually went to try and edit. So that was fun. I feel like it wouldn't be... A normal show of something didn't go wrong. <laughs> this is true, um, but you know, I've been I've been doing podcasts for years now, and it, it, it doesn't go along without something going wrong. I've, I've had many technical difficulties in the past, so that wouldn't be a, a first. We're going to do um, something different from the usual in that this month is the twentieth anniversary of the first airing of Daria. So seems a good. I feel like I feel like it would have been. Um, it wouldn't have been good for us to let this pass without doing something, so... Yeah, we had to do some kind of acknowledgement of it. <laughs> so it was on... Oh, you know what? When we originally did this, I had the date... Oh, there it is. March the 3rd, 1997, Esteemsters, the first episode of Daria, aired on MTV. It ran for, as we know, it, there was five full seasons as well as two TV movies. Um, it ended in, I think, 2002, something like that. Yeah, I'm pre- I think so. Yes, it it's um apparently a few people like this show. I mean, I don't know. I did I didn't realize that. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem like <laughs> doesn't seem like a show people would like. No. The the show did has basically been um well, the character of Daria rather just started as kind of a minor character in Beavis and Butthead, which um was created apparently to sort of give a um, um, as I say, I, now, I didn't really watch Beavers and Butthead, but it was, um, she was introduced kind of a way to sort of point out, uh, somebody in the show pointing out, hey, these guys are stupid, basically. <laughs> that, was kind of, that was kind of part of the reason. And just to have a female character, I think probably, uh, who, kind of like a foil to them in a way, really. Yeah, that's true. As I say, I never watched it, so, I mean, I've seen a couple of clips with her in it, but, um, they then basically, um... At the time, it was pointed out there were a couple of articles on this which were sort of going to reference, but um, it was pointed out that the, one of the reasons that Diary was kind of given the green light in the first place was, was that apparently at the time, MTV had practically no female viewers, according to reports. I mean, they really didn't. <laughs> and so that was kind of a demographic they wanted to go after. Although, which is interesting, though, because apparently... Um, with with the sort of stories and episodes that happened, it was um, kind of written in a way to kind of be gender ne- neutral, you know, rather so that you know 
Well, I mean, it shows in the fact that there are quite a lot of male fans of the sh- show, myself included, obviously. Otherwise, why would I be doing this? <laughs> oh, I think you're right about it being cut. Like, it's obviously it was made to capture that demographic, but I still think that a lot of the subjects that are covered in the show are kind of gender neutral. They're not really like... I think in one article they mentioned this, but they don't really have like any episodes that are strictly just like, oh, female-only problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. We may have talked about this on... I honestly can't remember how much detail we went to when we first started recording this, the first episode we did, but, you know, I my first sort of experiences with the show is I just happened to see bits of episodes here and there, you know, maybe channel flicking through channels or... Uh, maybe I was waiting for something else to wear and the end of an episode of that was in. So I never really saw a full episode until a few years ago now. I don't know. I told this a few times. I was just um, browsing Netflix one time and noticed that Dario was on it. And I was like, oh, I vaguely remember that show. And then just sort of watched an episode and then carried on watching episodes. And then sort of got, got in a loop for a while. Of just I got to the end and I'm like, right... I'm sad this is over. Hey, why don't I start again? <laughs> and I did go through quite a period of um, sort of of watching that. I was like watching one or two episodes like every day or something for a while. I think when I first remembered about the show, I had a friend that had drawn some fan art of Trent. Well, back when I was in high school, and I remembered the show, so I tried to find some episodes, but they actually weren't very easy to find. So I ended up watching maybe like one or two. And it wasn't until a few years later that I bought the box set, and that's when I started watching from the beginning and watched the entire series. One interesting thing you mentioned, uh, I think you mentioned Trent there briefly. Um, I was reading in one of these articles, actually, something which I didn't know. I mean, I, I vaguely remember they they said he was based on, um, I think his look was based on Dave Navarro a bit, which I do I do remember hearing at some point. Um, and But one thing that I didn't know, which... Which seems blatantly obvious now, but that he was named after um, Trent Reznor. Yeah, <laughs> that, seems, that seems pretty obvious when I think about it. <laughs> now let's just get all our nineties um, era music references in there. I was gonna say, I mean, to be fair, it was probably more obvious when the show first started <laughs> than now. I was gonna say, considering I what, considering I watched it some probably fifteen years after the fact. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably <laughs> not as obvious anymore. Yeah, it seems to be the sort of thing. I mean, they've they've said it. I mean, when the DVD box set was announced, they 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 put up a, there were there were a couple of like interviews with various people that worked on it, and they said it. I mean, it, it seems to be even now it seems to pick up. You know, people who are just discovering it and are sort of getting into it, which you know does happen for some things. And I think you know, apart from certain things, it does kind of it has it has mostly sort of. Um, seems still a lot of it still seems quite relevant and it's certainly aged very well in terms yeah, of definitely. Sort of content. Particularly the particularly the more recent episodes, you wouldn't you wouldn't know they were as they were from the more, well, I'll say the most recent, but you know, the sort of the later episodes. The, you you wouldn't really know it you probably wouldn't know immediately that they were made like fifteen years ago or something like that. Well I think that's a good thing about the show is it like a lot of it is nineties, like I guess mostly the soundtrack but when it comes to the actual, like, show content, it's not very, like, dated. Like, you could still watch it, and there's no references in there that are, like, old that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> I speak as someone as who's... Because I watched it later, I've, I've only seen a few of the episodes with the original sound... The original sort of soundtrack. Ah, okay. Rather than the stuff that's been removed. So, you know, probably if I watched it then, I'd... If I saw the original versions, then I'd probably... It'd probably make more sense, but... Or at least it, it show it, 
it'd show its age more. But um, you know, a lot of good characters in there. I mean, I've I, I make no secret of the fact that I think Jane is my favourite of the characters. Although I like several of them, but I think I think it's Jane's humour more than anything that just sort of um, in terms of her humour, she she seems to be a bit more kind of I don't know if goofy is the right word compared to Daria, maybe, but. Not, maybe not. I'd say maybe not the right word, but you know, it's sort of Dari sort of, I guess, more blunt in a way. Yeah, I think Jane sees more. I think she takes things a little bit less seriously than Daria. Yeah, like, that's kind she of. She knows stuff is crappy, but she still kind of like makes a joke out of it. Whereas Daria takes a little bit more seriously. Yeah, I think that was the point I was sort of trying and failing to make there. That was, <laughs> that was kind of what I was trying to say, but uh, you put it better. You put it far better than I could. Well, hey, I I got the the gist of it. <laughs> oh, that's good. I didn't totally mess up then. It is interesting to see her and sort of various character developments over the course of the show. I think as far as uh, I think I mentioned this the first time we recorded but um, as far as character development goes I have to say Quinn is probably one of my favorite characters uh, when I first watched it of course she wasn't but as I've rewatched the show she became one of my favorite characters just because of how much she grew from like season one to the end of the series I think as well as the end you see a couple of times you know you you, you get a realizing compared compared to people like sandy it's like you know hang on i need to do other stuff here and stuff like that you know it's sort of mm-hmm. when she realizes that she doesn't have to sort of i'm trying i'm trying to i'm trying to find my words here you know in particular sort of with her getting the tutor and everything it's like oh okay she she realizes that probably she needs to take some school stuff a bit more seriously yeah i think she starts to realize that like popularity isn't everything yeah <laughs> and like she kind of starts to see like like you said especially with sandy which i guess that's why uh fat like me is one of my favorite episodes because you can kind of see like she sees like sandy bases her whole life on how she looks and how popular she is and it's kind of like well i don't want that to be my whole life <laughs> that does I, I i'll be honest in terms of I, I do love that that the character sort of development in that story and just quinn like taking it upon herself to try and make Sandy feel better about herself, basically. Yeah. And just, it does lead to, to probably my favourite thing, Quinn, just individual Quinn line that she says in the series where where um, Sandy's swimming, and she just, she just goes on this thing and says, Now swim, you cow, swim! And Sandy goes, what? <laughs> and, she goes, and she goes, sorry, coach talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love Quinn. Yeah, I mean, she was a character that I couldn't stand early on, but over time, it's sort of you know you realise she probably she probably goes through maybe the most change out of anyone over the course of the season. Maybe yeah, I think so. You know, she certainly matures a lot anyway. So I say a bunch of there are a bunch of um, articles about um, Daria when it when it hit the twentieth anniversary. Trivia articles and what have you. You know, it's um, all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, think you know they contain things that are known and things that aren't so known, like. Um, Talking about how there were no actual quote unquote missing episodes of Diary that were just like um, Glenn Eichler saying, you know, well, once we once we committed to an idea, that was it. We couldn't not air an episode once it was done because we didn't have the budget for it. Yeah, it's like they kind of had to <laughs> go forward with everything. And you get you get the impression also of a show that was just um, I mean they they said they didn't have much of a budget to go with. I mean it was around that time that sort of MTV. Well, with the success of Beavis and Butthead, had started actually founded an animation department, so they were doing a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And you know, so you found out stuff like oh, this is interesting because I've 
I've, I've read two different things, and maybe I'm misunderstanding, but there's that story about how Splendora ended up doing the theme because um, Susie Lewis found a copy of the CD on her desk and approached them to record some stuff. Yes. Huh. And I read, I, in, I read in one art, but I read in one of these articles here that mentioned um, one of someone who was working for MTV, who was uh, working on Beavis and Butthead, I believe. Here we are. She approached production manager Cindy Brolsma. Brolsma. <laughs> if if the band she played cello in would be interested, and so Splendora wrote and recorded See, the theme. Now it's I case remember of... reading one where, like you said, somebody that worked there knew someone yeah i i'd only ever read the one about the her finding the cd before so oh really yeah i'd never heard about that <laughs> yeah so but this one i don't know whether the two are connected maybe she found i don't i don't know but it's, it's just interesting that there's sort of two slightly different stories and like, hmm, <laughs> well you yeah. never know i guess <laughs> wherever you get your uh information and obviously there was there's the point made that there was almost a Mystic Spiral show. There was um, the diary DVDs actually contained the script for a pilot that was written but never actually made. Unfortunately, because <laughs> I'm sure it would have been hilarious. That would have been interesting. I think it was it was bad. To- I think it was bad timing, really. I think it, MTV pretty much like shuttered the um, animation department around that time. I think so. Yeah, it wasn't really uh, going anywhere. No, which is a shame. But there you go. And to bring up something that we mentioned the first time recording this particular article that has the trivia said that the popular girls never refer to Daria by name but that's not strictly true if we're gonna be yeah uh, we were trying to figure out if that was true or not <laughs> yeah there's definitely at least once where Sandy's there's def- I definitely remember at least one example where Sandy's referred to Daria by name pretty sure somebody had to say it at least once <laughs> that could be wrong but you know obviously there's the thing with um that Daria's written a ton of writ written She's not written a ton of books. She's read a ton of books over the course of the series. Oh, yes. <laughs> she may have written one that we don't know about, but... Um, <laughs> and then you said little things, like she's got a picture of the Hindenburg disaster on a locker, in a locker. Which I always found pretty weird, but... <laughs> I, know, I never noticed. I never paid that much attention, to be honest, so I never noticed it, but... And the obvious stuff, like the episode titles, a lot of them are references to other things. Mm-hmm. You know, like bands and um, film titles and stuff like that. You know, pretty standard stuff, really. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was a it was a Beavis and Butthead spin-off, which, having never watched Beavis and Butthead, I was never aware of until a few years ago. It's funny, because I did watch Beavis and Butthead, but I didn't see any of the episodes with Daria in them until I got into Daria, and somebody, like, mentioned it, and I was just like, oh, I've never seen these before. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the odd clips where they mention something along... I've seen a very little clip where I think I assume they're in an art gallery and the tour, there's a tour guide or whatever who talks about master master painters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, laughing about it and Daria walks past and said, he, he said master painters. As if it would matter to them. <laughs> yeah, as if they'd care. <laughs> they called her diarrhea all the time, so, you know, what can you do? Yeah, I'm not really sure of anything else to... Um, talk about here really i mean as i said there were a couple of articles that have talked with the creators and things like that and you know Mm -hmm. there'll be links in the show notes and on the website and all that i mean i feel like people should check them out just because i thought it was cool that they actually uh talked to them now and got their feelings on how the show has kind of like grown over the years i mean i mean there is one that specifically mentions that um they never, when they started, it, expected that 20 years on they'd be talking about the show and looking back on it and things like that. That they made that they made role models, which wasn't their atten- intention, but, you know. It's kind of cool when you think about it. Like, they just kind of had fun with it, which is kind of 
interesting. Yeah, I mean, they do, <laughs> they do mention that, you know, MTV pretty much just left them to it. It was like, you know, they didn't try and, you know, interfere in it, really. They just they just gave them the rope, really, and just let them, mm-hmm. which is probably helpful, you know. You don't want, I do think, you know, it, it's not good when... I suppose it's not good when you're trying to make something and there's always somebody trying to tell it, oh, no, well, why don't you do this? You know, somebody somebody from higher up or whatever it's like. Not very good for the creative process, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, probably not. They do, they do comment on what they think um, Daria might be doing now. They said they'll probably, you know, she... she I mean, it, it seems to be all... They seem to all be agreeing she'd probably be a writer, maybe a satirical comedy writer or something. I'm thinking, isn't that what... Isn't that what Eichler's been doing for a long time? Yeah, everyone says that they kind of compare her to him anyway, so it would be kind of interesting to see that. Him and Susie Lewis, basically, I think she basically says their their relationship is kind of like Daria and Jane's. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes sense, I suppose. And, you know, it's good to see stuff still happening. They mentioned, they had to mention there was somebody at, they they were quite amazed that when somebody turned up at, like, um, was it a march or something recently? Yeah, with the, the they had a sign. The, the women's marches that had the um, the Daria sign. Mm-hmm. You know, and they said they said they said that it was a Daria sign being held up by somebody who was younger than the who you In know. The show. You know, they said might not have even been born when the show finished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. You think about it. it. Actually, I think it was actually Wendy Hoops herself that like noticed it, according to the thing. She, of course, who did quite a few, quite a bit of voice acting. Now here's the crow. It said, that blew my mind. That girl wasn't even born when Daria was out, so either she found it on her own or her parents told her about it. And that's just like, wow, it's great. Kids are still finding it. It's still relevant. Yeah. Which is something we, <laughs> I think was something we just briefly touched on earlier. We said, we're talking about that, I think, sort of, that people are still finding it. Which is, like we said earlier, that, you know, it doesn't really have, uh, it's not really dated, you know, you can still watch it now. You know, what did you something like, you know, the phones are a bit clunky, but apart, apart from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then even true. then, Helen has like a, has like a cell phone that isn't particularly big. Yeah, it's true. The uh, the house phone on the other hand, the cordless. Now think about it, it a cordless phone was massive though. Oh yeah, and nobody really has. <laughs> I don't think Anything. many people use house phones too much anymore. <laughs> talking about, I found the other quote where they were talking about how you know she was somebody who points out that beavers and butthead are stupid. Oh yeah. But uh, Mike Judge said, you know, but she, she's tolerant and a little bit amused by them and fucks with them, pardon the language. <laughs> Well, I don't think we ever advertise ourselves as a kid-friendly no. show. We never accept so it's clean, you know. We just that we know we usually not deliberately, but we do um, try to keep the keep it clean. <laughs> also, maybe she's a little bit of a rebel herself, and also obviously smarter than them. Of course, anyone's smarter than them. <laughs> so it has been uh, twenty years with the propensity for everything seeming to be remade and updated lately. Who knows, maybe there'll be a new Daria at some point in the future. Probably not. Well, I feel like it'll be another ten years before they even think about it. In the meantime, there's, um, if you if you want to look at something, at <laughs> someone's take on it, there was the, um, there was that, was it a college humour video? That was like a a, a, tra- a, a trailer for, a, like, a, a Daria reunion <laughs> movie. Oh, yeah, with Aubrey Plaza, yeah. You know, which is, um... Pretty good, you know. I'd, I'd recommend anyone lock that up if you can because it's 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 pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I still think my favorite thing is is Daria saying, "I never thought was it, I never thought I'd come back here, Jane." And Jane's like, "I always knew I would, but I assumed it'd be for a funeral." Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking that is just that that to me. There was a lot in that that was just spot on. Yeah, it was pretty good, I have to say. <laughs> but yeah, look that up. We could go. Um, Talking about our oh, favourite episodes and all this, but you know, I think um, that's something 
I suppose that's something we could do further down the line. Yeah, that's something we'll get to eventually. We've only covered, I mean, we've only covered a few episodes of the actual show itself, so... You know, hey, who knows, maybe maybe you have a favourite character, you know, and be sure to, I don't know. Yeah, you can let us know who your favourite character is. You can let us know. <laughs> I, guess, I guess you can let us know if you want. You know, if you really feel you have to. Listen, listen, listen to me with my enthusiasm. Just for the record, I'm tired and still recovering from a minor hangover. So. Oh, see, now we now we just threw the kid-friendly out the window. <laughs> yes, sorry to inform everyone, I drink alcohol occasionally. <laughs> I do literally mean occasionally. So anyway, before we talk, we have one little thing that I think we'll talk about just very briefly, because it's something that can be watched now. It's sort of, it's, it's not directly diary-related, but, you know, it involves... Someone who is or has been a part of the fandom, you know, sort of a, a Daria fan. Um, so yeah. It's something. It's a documentary which, as I say, we're not we're not going to go into great deal over because detail over because it's. I think it's something that if you're listening to this and it's something I think you should watch. Um, there's a documentary that came out apparently last year. I thought it was yes, it came out late, very late last year, which is called uh, Best and Most Beautiful Things, um, mm. which is about um, a girl called uh, Michelle Smith who is uh, legally legally blind and it's kind of a look at how sort of her graduating from a... Is it, is it a school for the blind? Yeah, it is. Yeah, school for the blind. I, I did this last time and I forgot. <laughs> school for the blind and, you know, how she sort of deals with and, you know, how she wants to sort of make her way in the world, basically. I mean, you know, discovering, discovering sort of things and it's... Um, yeah, it's um, it's an interesting. It's about it's about an hour and a half, something like that. And so you, we both watched it. Yeah, it's um, so it's it's an interesting look. I mean, I'm you know, it's an inter- it's interesting to me because I have no experience with anyone who is actually blind or anything like that. So it's interesting to see you know what how they see the world and it's her just wanting to be you know it's her just wanting to be treated normally and being able to do things, but it also covers how being blind sort of does affect her in those ways. And, you know, she also, she's also very in, she's sort of also very enthusiastic about things, and, you know, she wants to do things. And one theme I particularly seemed to like was the way that sort of, you know, even if she had sort of, if she had a setback, she had this way of just sort of maybe readjusting and saying, well, okay. You know, she should obviously be very disappointed. Then yeah, she'd always, be, she'd always be looking for like, okay, well, what can I do now? You know, what can I? She always looks on the bright side of things. It seems. Yeah, there's you know, there's always an opti- there's always an optimism there. It's like, okay, this didn't work out. She she's not going to let it get her down. She 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 never lets it get her down. She's always like, okay, yeah, obviously it's it's disappointment, but but you know, she tries to sort of refocus and like, okay, well, let's try something else. Basically, mm-hmm. it's like there was a thing where I think she she mentions one of the things is she wants to she really wants to be a like a voice actor yeah so you know she gets an opportunity to go to um los angeles and there's this you know that this becomes a theme where it's it gets it gets delayed and it gets delayed and then eventually it it happens but it gets changed a bit and she sort of gets all these high ideas of oh you know i'm gonna be a voice actress and all this sort of stuff and then over time it becomes obvious that it's not really you know, she has a got experience, but it's like, you know, she's realised that that's, it's not what she thought it was going to be. I think everyone kind of goes through that, especially when you're just <laughs> oh, yeah, kind everybody. of out of school and trying to figure things out. You all have those moments. Everyone, <laughs> every, oh, uh, it's not just unique to her. It's like everyone's just, every, everyone has these, you know, these expectations. Oh, this is going to be great and I'm going to do all this and I'm going to do all that. And then, then, then you realise, oh, okay. 
you know, it doesn't happen yeah, all the time, but it does, out. you know, everyone's had that thing where they've sort of hyped themselves up a bit much, you know, they've sort of gotten overexcited about something and thought, oh, this is going to be the best thing ever, and then sort of reality sets in in a way. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay. But, you know, it, it, it's, it, as I say, it's good, it's, it's good to see the way, you know, it, it, she doesn't let it, she doesn't let it get her down too much. Yeah, and she always, it's like she's always thinking of new things to do or, like, new ways to kind of reach people, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. I think one of the things that's interesting is, is like, basically, you know, you shouldn't, if you have a, if you have certain interests, just because you are, you reach a certain age doesn't mean you then automatically shouldn't like something that you're interested in or whatever, you know, sort of a, it's, it's kind of like, a, you know, sort of be who you want to be, like what you want to like and, you know, don't let anyone tell you you're wrong for doing, you know, wrong or weird for doing it, you know, sort of, that's also, that seems to be a thing towards the end. She does a little um, speech thing. I mean, it's true. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm a 34-year-old man, and I'm talking about a show from 20 years ago that was that was originally that was originally designed to bring um, t- teenage girls to watch MTV. But as we said, as we said before, you know, it wasn't really. I mean, that was MTV's what MTV wanted. It wasn't specifically written in that way, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're not going to sort of go too much into detail because it's it's. It's something you really should watch, and you know, it's it's a good documentary. It's been, it's been a while in the making. I think they sort of carried on. They carried on. I think there was a point where they were going to stop, and then I think you brought it up last time. She did. She say she wanted to carry on filming or something. Yeah, she had more things that she wanted to uh, get out, talk there. about, and so they were like, "All right." It kind of you know, it was a couple of years in the making, but I recommend if you're listening to this, um, if you haven't already seen it, check it out. I think we said it's on. It's on in America, in the US. It's um, streaming on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the UK, it's streaming on um, Amazon Prime Video. So there's plenty of uh, places. There's plenty of places to get it. So yeah, go ahead and um, go forth and watch the thing. Right. Well, I think that just about wraps this up nicely. I guess then. Mm-hmm. Um, good show. Good show, everybody. Good show. <laughs> what it, for what it's worth, I think. I, I came in a bit more prepared this time around. The the first time we recorded this, it was a bit more car crashy on my end. <laughs> well, yeah, it kind of second time's the charm. <laughs> yeah. The first time, the first time I hadn't even read the articles that I was talking properly that I was talking about. I just sort of scrolled through them, saying, "Oh, this is an interesting quote." Uh, yeah, pretty much. And this time I actually read it. If there's something we 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 strive on in this show, it's professionalism and and being prepared at all times. Of course. And if you believe that, well, I've got some land in. <laughs> as the saying goes, I've got some land in Fiji. I want to sell you. <laughs> um. So thanks for listening. Um. Interestingly, I found out there were a couple of um, iTunes iTunes reviews. Actually, we're on iTunes. If you didn't know, and you can subscribe, and then when we eventually get around to post to recording new episodes, they'll show up there automatically. You don't yes. even have to do anything. You just open, <laughs> you just open, or, you know, you can subscribe in your um, podcatcher of choice. <laughs> if it has a subscribe function, just press that button. And if a new episode comes out, you'll get it as soon as it's there. It's like magic. Technology. Technology. <laughs> Can't beat it. Um, but anyway, yeah, we got a couple of iTunes reviews that I found, well, actually a couple of months ago, but I've kept hold of the names, and I apologise if anyone's left one since um i'll be sure to read out your names out next time but we got five star reviews from sarah 9911 and ellie lynch 21 so thank you for those those reviews seemingly those reviews are basically about the thing that just thought it was great that um a show a podcast about diarrhea existed so yeah so we're uh you know because there's still people that uh 
they care as much as us. You know, you, you know we, we have a few listeners, you know. We've carved ourselves a nice little niche, niche out here. Just a little. We are, simulta- we are simultaneously the best and worst Daria podcast on the internet. <laughs> How many people can we, say that? Exactly. So, yes. So, thank you for those reviews. If you want to leave us a review, maybe uh, it'll make us more visible in the store. Maybe some will think, oh, Daria, I remember that. And then um, give us a listen. Who knows? Like I did when I, when I was yeah, like I did when I was browsing Netflix. Oh, Daria, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Be like me, or maybe don't. <laughs> anyway, we are on Twitter. The show, you can follow the show at Lawndale Lowdown. The website is thelawndalelowdown.com. We have an email if you should wish to send us. It's uh, lawndalelowdown at gmail.com. and there's a Facebook page, facebook.com slash. Can you guess? Facebook, no, it's not facebook.com, can you get, slash, can you guess? It is facebook.com slash Lawndale Lowdown. That was, that totally was not worth it. That was not worth it. <laughs> you, you set it up and then just. <laughs> I set it up and then I sort of, I didn't so much knock it down as sort of, a sort of stumble and fall into it. <laughs> and so, thanks for listening anyway. Um, as uh, we will be trying to do this show more often as and when opportunity arises. Um, we will we will just sort of preface this by saying we're not the schedule's still going to be irregular. We're, we're, yeah, we're we, said, we said this last we said I think we said this last time we're, we're going to try and not go like nine months without recording another episode of this. Yeah, we're we said that last time and it didn't it. work, but you know this time, we're, trust me, we're trying. Okay, <laughs> we're trying. It's like oh yeah, we do a podcast, don't we? Sometimes. Occasionally. Remember when we first started and we said we were going to do this every t- a couple of weeks? Yeah, every like two weeks, I think we <laughs> I think we started this podcast almost, well, probably almost two years ago now, and this is, we've only got, to, we've only just now got to the 10th episode, so <laughs> that schedule went hey. out the window quickly, but hey, life happens. <laughs> we try. We do that's try, what honestly. really matters. <laughs> it's the trying that counts. So, yes, um, when we do record next, we will likely be talking about um, the tenth, the actual 10th episode of the show, which is The Big House, Scrabble and uh, Monopoly and Grounding and mysterious mysterious cars dropping Daria off in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, that we never <laughs> never figure out what that's about. Maybe, maybe you want to leave your suggestions. You know where to find us, I just mentioned it. Anyway, I'm rambling now, so I think it's time to draw this to a close. So, um, thank you very much for listening, and uh, until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.